Welcome back to Mishnah Bayom at Home with Gabi and Kayla Krauss. We are learning Mesechat Shkalim, Parakei, Mishnah Hay. We're learning Tractate Shkalim, and we're in the fifth Mishnah of the fifth chapter. Mishnah Zomiva Eret Kitzatlin Hogba Adam Shetaan Shirachash Shover Ve'aval Mimenu. So our Mishnah continues on from uh, the subject of the previous Mishnah in that if a person had this ticket, um, and then he subsequently lost it, what he would do. The Mishnah also tells us about um, an extra marking that they would make on these seals or these tickets in order to prevent trickery. Okay, into the Mishnah. Someone who would lose his ticket, um, he, he would wait until nightfall. Uh, we mentioned last time about um, about how they would, you know, bring together how many seals, how much money did they make. So um, if it added, um, if it if they had, you know, enough money for another seal that was missing, so they would give it to him. If not, not. Okay, and now we're going to explain uh, with the explanation of the Mishnah Mishpachtit. Hato en sharacha shover vavad hemano mamtinin mamtin al ha'erev kasher yochanan v'achia nifkashim umitamim at erech ha'chotamot shebidei achia imaschum shebidei yochanan. Right, we said the name of the one in charge um, of the um of the money was Yohanan, and the one in charge of the seals was Achia, and they would meet together every night um, to make sure that everything matched up. Im kayam odef pekesef shebide Yohanan, if Yohanan had um, too much money, right? Kishom hashover shetoen chala shavadlo, and it really, and it would work out that this person who was claiming that he lost one, um, if they had the money for it, so so then they would give him the libations according to that seal. But if they didn't have money that would have added up to if that guy had purchased it, they don't give him nothing. Okay, next part of the Mishnah. And they'd also write the name of the day uh, on the tickets because of Liars. On every ticket that was sold, it would be written the day and day and the month. On that, that on that day it was purchased. This was um, a system that was put in place where you would purchase the ticket and then get the nesachim on that day. It wasn't like a, a ticket shop that you can buy these tickets, store them up, and then buy them whenever you want at a later date, take the ticket up with you to the Beit HaMikdash, right? Um, you'd have to do it all on on in, within one day. Why? So here, um, the, um, the commentary gives two reasons, uh, two logical reasons why um, 
it was done with this kind of system? What, what would this protect against? So um, the first case would be, Aleph, Ramai shomatzashover avud, so first of all, if a if someone finds a lost ticket, he can't, you know, after that day's over, right? He finds a ticket on the on the on the side of the road from two days ago, it will have a previous date. So for sure, you can't find a lost ticket from a previous day and come to the Beit Hamikdash and say, "I'm, you know, here's my ticket for Nisachim. It's it's expired. It expires on that day." Even if he did find it on that day, he still would be very hesitant to use it. Because the owners just bought that ticket that day, and if the, if it was lost, if it's on the floor, then those owners would be looking for them actively and asking people around, did you find the ticket? You know, This kind of ticket? Was it a goat ticket? Was it a male ticket? So... You know what I just realized? Um, that, you know, let's say there's a bunch of people who bought a Gadi one that day, so they would be walking around with their sheep and now trying to get their libations. And this guy, he's like, you know, he doesn't have a sheep, but he's holding that. You know what I'm saying? Right, and even if he did have a sheep, um, you know, no one remembers selling him a ticket. It was just that day, you know. Right. It's like it was within those last couple hours or hour or 20 minutes. So, you know, it's not it's not a... It's just not a smart thing. Like, you know, if if you want to steal something, go steal something that doesn't have a system in place of like remembering who bought it and and, and owners that are right there. And checks and, and balances like, every night. Yeah, and checks and balances. Like, if someone wants to steal something, go steal something that's just like, you know, a person walking with a purse of coins outside the Beta Dash. Like, what? Right. Makes no sense. To it's do like it a ra- you're at a raffle and, you know, someone just lost their raffle ticket and you find it. You're going to be nervous to say, like, oh, you're my ra- you know, that's my raffle ticket. Right. Or, like, you find um, you're in, like, a queue somewhere and, like, you find, uh, like, a number on the floor, like, by someone's feet. You're going to reach down and grab it and say, oh, uh, I'm next. <laughs> It's my turn next. Like when they call the number, it's like someone's gonna be like, "Wait a second! I just dropped my number. That was my number." Right. Like you know, who's gonna do that? It'd be so awkward if someone saw that, and it's so obvious that it wasn't yours. And 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 you're any normal person would be like, "For sure, this person dropped it," and would say like, "Oh, excuse me, miss, you you probably dropped your ticket." No one's gonna pick it up right. and think like, "Ooh, I'm gonna cut <laughs> this person in line because I have his ticket that he dropped or the, her ticket that she dropped on the floor." <laughs> so that's just, that would just be weird. Okay, second example: Right. So this will prevent, um, or at least you know, you know, very much reduce the chance that someone's gonna try to do a resell of tickets of hectares. Why? First of all, why is reselling the tickets forbidden? Because reselling tickets could mean that the tickets will have a different value on one day or a different or a different day, right? So, and and that loss, and that would be a lost money that should have gone to Hectish but didn't. Instead, went to the reseller, to the scalper, right? You'd think there might be, you know, a secondary market for enterprising individuals <laughs> um, for reselling tickets, right? They go on, they know, like, someone who lives nearby, let's say, when the market's low, um, you know, when oil's going or going for one piece of silver or whatever, so he goes and he buys some tickets for a piece of silver, and then, you know, and then a month later, 
oil you know there's a horrible accident in the oil factory and now it's going for 10 pieces of silver and so he could you know so people going to the Beit HaMidash would have to buy it for 10 but he bought it all at once so he he says to you know prospective buyers you know he's got you know some oil in his trench coat and he goes out to people hey <laughs> dude I've got oil it's it's the good stuff I mean, I've got tickets for the oil. It's the good. It's these are good tickets. These are real tickets from the Beta Mikdash, and you could get oil today for the low, low price of nine silver. And this person would have gone and paid ten silver, mm. but instead they're paying this guy nine. And so ultimately, the Beta Mikdash could have gotten ten that day, and instead they had, you know, they got one from the guy originally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we can't have a secondary resale market on these tickets. Mm-hmm. The whole idea is not that it's uh, an asset. These tickets are not an asset. It's just a way to keep track on every given day mm-hmm. how much was bought, how much was sold, and then we can match it up at the end of the day and make sure, like we had in the previous Mishnah, mm-hmm. that the hectish doesn't lose And you're out. not going to make, like, count, you can't really make counterfeit ones either because at the end of the day they do checks and balances. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. See you next time. Mishnah Yomi. Mishnah Bayom at home.